1: Today we're reading Numbers chapters 3 and 4. This is the new King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. In chapters 1 and 2, we numbered the tribes of Israel. In chapters 3 and 4, we're going to take a look at the Levites and we're going to give them jobs also. We begin in Numbers chapter 3 with Aaron and his four sons in verse 1. Now these are the records of Aaron and Moses when the Lord spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. And these are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab, the firstborn, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priest, whom he consecrated to minister as priest. Nadab and Abihu had died before the Lord when they offered profane fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. So Eleazar and Ithamar ministered as priest in the presence of Aaron, their father." In these four verses, we're reminded that Nadab and Abihu died on dedication day back in Leviticus chapter 10. All priests subsequently came from the line of Eleazar or Ithamar. So then we have the Levites are to replace the firstborn of Israel and its first mention here in this chapter, beginning with verse 5. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near and present them before Aaron the priest, that they may serve him. And they shall attend to his needs, and the needs of the whole congregation before the tabernacle of meeting, to do the work of the tabernacle. Also they shall attend to all the furnishings of the tabernacle of meeting, and to the needs of the children of Israel, to do the work of the tabernacle. And ye shall give the Levites to Aaron and his sons, they are given entirely to him from among the children of Israel. So ye shall appoint Aaron and his sons, and they shall attend to their priesthood, But the outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Now behold, I myself have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the children of Israel. Therefore the Levites shall be mine, because all the firstborn are mine. On the day that I struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified to myself all the firstborn in Israel, both man and beast, they shall be mine. I am the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Number the children of Levi by their father's houses, by their families. You shall number every male from a month old and above. So Moses numbered them according to the word of the Lord, as he was commanded. Now, originally it appeared that the firstborn sons of each tribe would comprise the priesthood. While we see here the first formal declaration that the Levites will now serve as ministry servants, this seems to have been determined after that golden calf incident back in Exodus chapter 32, verses 26 through 29. And by the time we got over to Exodus chapter 38, verse 21, it appears to have already been understood that the Levites will have this special place among the Hebrews as the tribe of priests. Then we have three families of the Levites, numbering those who were one month old or older. And these three families we'll look at right now, beginning in verse 17. These were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon, Kohath, and Mereri. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by their families, Libni and Shimai. And the sons of Kohath by their families, Amram, Izahar, Hebron, and Uziel. And the sons of Merari by their families, Malai and Mushai. These are the families of the Levites by their father's houses. So here the Levites are numbered. A summary of this count is seen in the chart that I've provided on the written notes of BibleTrack.org in today's reading. All Levites are divided into three families. These are identified by the three sons of Levi. All Levites knew who their ancestor was. Now, in the following 15 verses, each family of Levites is listed with their particular tabernacle responsibilities, along with their stationing around the tabernacle structure. All right, as we go through the Levite families, we begin with the Gershonites. There were 7,500 of them. Verse 21. From Gershon came the family of the Libnites and the family of the Shemites. These were the families of the Gershonites. Those who were numbered according to the number of all the males from a month old and above, of those who were numbered, there were seven thousand five hundred. The families of the Gershonites were to camp behind the tabernacle westward, and the leader of the father's house of the Gershonites was Eliasaph, the son of Lael. The duties of the children of Gershon in the tabernacle of meeting included the tabernacle, the tent with its covering, the screen for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the screen for the door of the court the hangings of the court which are around the tabernacle and the altar, and their cords according to all the work relating to them. The second of our Levite families are the Kohathites. There were 8,600 of them. Verse 27, From Kohath came the family of the Amramites, the family of the Isharites, the family of the Hebronites, and the family of the Uzaelites. These were the families of the Kohathites. According to the number of all the males from a month old and above, there were 8,600 keeping charge of the sanctuary. The families of the children of Kohath were to camp on the south side of the tabernacle. And the leader of the father's house of the families of the Kohathites was Elizaphon, the son of Uziel. Their duty included the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the utensils of the sanctuary with which they ministered, the screen, and all the work relating to them. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, was to be chief over the leaders of the Levites, with oversight of those who kept charge of the sanctuary. And the third and finally Levite family, that was the family of the Mererites. Verse 33, from Mereri came the family of the Malites, the family of the Mushites. These were the families of Mereri. And those who were numbered according to the number of all the males from a month old and above were 6,200. The leader of the father's house of the families of Merari was Zuri-el, the son of Abahel. These were to camp on the north side of the tabernacle. And the appointed duty of the children of Mereri included the boards of the tabernacle, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, its utensils, all the work relating to them, and the pillars of the court all around with their sockets, their pegs, and their cords." Next, we get into the substitution math. You recall that I mentioned that earlier it was the firstborn of each family who was to be the priest. But later on, we find the substitution of the Levites for the firstborn of Israel. And that's what we begin to deal with here in verse 38. Moreover, those who were to camp before the tabernacle on the east before the tabernacle of meeting were Moses, Aaron, and his sons keeping charge of the sanctuary to meet the needs of the children of Israel. But the outsider who came near was to be put to death. All who were numbered of the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron numbered at the commandment of the Lord by their families, all the males from a month old and above were twenty-two thousand. Then the Lord said to Moses, "'Number all the firstborn males of the children of Israel from a month old and above, and take the number of their names. And you shall take the Levites for me. I am the Lord, instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel.' and the livestock of the Levites, instead of all the firstborn among the livestock of the children of Israel. So Moses numbered all the firstborn among the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded him. And all the firstborn males, according to the number of names from a month old and above, of those who were numbered of them, were 22,273. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "'Take the Levites, instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel,' and the livestock of the Levites instead of their livestock. The Levites shall be mine, I am the Lord. And for the redemption of the 273 of the firstborn of the children of Israel, who are more than the number of the Levites, you shall take five shekels for each one individually, you shall take them in the currency of the shekel of the sanctuary, the shekel of twenty giras. And you shall give the money with which the excess number of them is redeemed to Aaron and his sons." So Moses took the redemption money from those who were over and above those who were redeemed by the Levites. From the firstborn of the children of Israel, he took the money, 1,365 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. And Moses gave their redemption money to Aaron and his sons, according to the word of the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. So since uh, Moses took the firstborn of those who did not display the Passover blood back in egypt on the night before the exodus the firstborn of israel had belonged to god since that time verse 13 we see that these would be dedicated to god for priestly service but now we get a new plan for the priesthood god commands moses to take a whole tribe of men that would be the levites and count them from one month old for dedication to priestly duties and that would be in place of the firstborn from every family according to verse 12 so, from this time forward, the Levites were the official, designated firstborn of Israel. They would handle the responsibilities of the Hebrews' worship in Israel. As a matter of fact, verse 10 emphasizes the consequence of someone other than a Levite assuming the role of a priest. It says there that the outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Well, that's a pretty heavy consequence for impersonating a priest. Incidentally, we get a reminder in verse 4 of that day when Aaron's two oldest sons were lost in that God created fire back in Leviticus chapter 10. We see an additional counting from among the tribes in verse 43. The number of firstborn sons among the Hebrews who are older than one month. The number totals 22,273. Now, the total number of Levites within the same age category is found to be an even 22,000. Whoops, we have a problem. We have more firstborn sons in Israel than Levites by a grand total of 273 persons. God specifies in verse 46 that the firstborn sons of Israel must collect five shekels for each of the 273. That would be the number of firstborn sons over the number of Levites. Subsequently, they present a payment to Moses totaling 1,365 shekels. Now that's 273 times 5, and that equals 1,365. Obviously, close here doesn't count in this situation, gotta be exact. In Numbers chapter 1, the men who are 20 years and older are numbered. These are those who are able to go to war if needed. Men of fighting age is the only count we get of the Hebrews. Women and children there aren't counted, neither are the Levites. On the other hand, the Levites were counted a couple of different ways. First of all, males over one month old in chapter 3, and then secondly, males eligible for tabernacle service, that's 30 to 50 years of age. We'll see that when we get down to chapter 4. I've provided a table in the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today, which kind of summarizes the count and the responsibilities. The minimum age of 25 was established later on in Numbers chapter 8 when the tabernacle was being dedicated as the required age for a Levite service. That's down from age 30 in this passage. King David later decrees a change in this age requirement in 1 Chronicles chapter 23, verse 24 and 27. It would appear from context that the difference between wilderness service and temple service in Jerusalem made it feasible for younger men to serve as Levites, as support personnel for the tabernacle and for the temple. Since the age of manhood in Israel began at 20, under David the Levites would be able to serve at that age also in the new temple. Incidentally, this is the age of service observed by the Levites who returned from Babylonian exile in Ezra chapter 3 verse 8. Now, you know, the Levites wandered around on the Sinai Peninsula, and uh, so they moved from time to time. The Levites had a big job on moving day. In Numbers chapter 4, let's begin with the responsibilities of the Kohathites. Verse 1, Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the sons of Kohath from among the children of Levi by their families by their father's house. From thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, all who enter the service to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. This is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tabernacle of meeting, relating to the most holy things. When the camp prepares to journey, Aaron and his sons shall come, and they shall take down the covering veil and cover the ark of the testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of badger skins, and spread over that a cloth entirely of blue and they shall insert its poles. On the table of showbread they shall spread a blue cloth, and put on it the dishes, the pans, the bowls, and the pitchers for pouring, and the showbread shall be on it. They shall spread over them a scarlet cloth, and cover the same with the covering of badger skins, and they shall insert its poles. And they shall take a blue cloth, and cover the lampstand of the light with its lamps, its wick trimmers, its trays, and all its oil vessels with which they service it. Then they shall put it in with all its utensils in a covering of badger skins and put it on a carrying beam. Over the golden altar they shall spread a blue cloth and cover it with a covering of badger skins and they shall insert its poles. Then they shall take all the utensils of service with which they minister in the sanctuary, put them in a blue cloth, cover them with a covering of badger skins and put them on a carrying beam. Also they shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. They shall put on it all its implements with which they minister there, the firepans, the forks, the shovels, the basins, and all the utensils of the altar. And they shall spread on it a covering of badger skins and insert its poles. And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary, when the camp is set to go, then the sons of Kohath shall come to carry them, but they shall not touch any holy thing lest they die." These are the things in the tabernacle of meeting which the sons of Kohath are to carry. The appointed duty of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, is the oil for the light, the sweet incense, the daily grain offering, the anointing oil, the oversight of all the tabernacle, of all that is in it with the sanctuary and its furnishings. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Do not cut off the tribe of the families of the Kohathites from among the Levites, but do this in regard to them, that they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint each of them to his service and his task. But they shall not go in to watch while the holy things are being covered, lest they die. And now let's take a look at the responsibilities of the Gershonites. Verse 21, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Also take a census of the sons of Gershon by their father's house, by their families, from thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old. You shall number them, all who entered to perform the service, to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. This is the service of the families of the Gershonites, in serving and carrying. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle in the tabernacle of meeting with its covering, the covering of badger skins that is on it, the screen for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the screen for the door of the gate of the court, the hangings of the court which are around the tabernacle and altar, and their cords, all the furnishings for their service, and all that is made for these things, so shall they serve. Aaron and his sons shall assign all the service of the sons of the Gershonites, all their task and all their service, and ye shall appoint to them all their task as their duty. This is the service to the families of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle of meeting. And their duties shall be under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Then we have the Mererite responsibilities, that third family, beginning in verse 29. As for the sons of Mereri, you shall number them by their families and by their father's house, from thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old. You shall number them, everyone who enters the service to do the work of the tabernacle of meeting." And this is what they must carry as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting. The boards of the tabernacle, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, and the pillars around the court with their sockets, pegs, and cords, with all their furnishings and all their service. And you shall assign to each man by name the items he must carry. This is the service of the families of the sons of merari as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting, under the authority of Ithamar the son of Aaron the priest." And then we have the Kohathite numbering from 30 to 50 years old. The number is 2,750, and that begins in verse 34. And Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of the congregation numbered the sons of the Kohathites by their families and by their father's house, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting. And those who were numbered by their families were 2,750. These were the ones who were numbered of the families of the Kohathites, all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. Then we have the Gershonite numbering, 30 to 50 years old. That number is 2,630, and we begin reading about that in verse 38. And those who were numbered of the sons of Gershon by their families and by their father's house, from 30 years old and above even to 50 years old everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting. Those who were numbered by their families, by their father's house, were 2,630. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Gershon, of all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of the Lord. And then we have the Merorite numbering. Those who were 30 to 50 years of age, 3,200 of them, verse 42, is where we begin reading. Those are the families of the sons of Merari who were numbered by their families, by their father's house, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old. Everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting. Those who were numbered by their families were 3,200. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Mereri, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses." How about a total Levite numbering? Well, that number is 8,580 of men who were 30 to 50 years of age and Levites. And we begin reading about that in verse 46. All who were numbered of the Levites, whom Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel numbered by their families and by their fathers' houses, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who came to do the work of service and the work of bearing burdens in the tabernacle of meeting." Those who were numbered were 8,580. According to the commandment of the Lord, they were numbered by the hand of Moses, each according to his service and according to his task. Thus they were numbered by him as the Lord commanded Moses. So we see that there were a total of 8,580 Levites who were at that point ready for tabernacle service. Now, in this chapter, we see the responsibilities of each Levite of service age, 30 to 50. These are the responsibilities they had when it came time to move the tabernacle. Obviously, moving day was a big day. You notice the number of service priests in the chart that I showed you on the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today. The Kohathites had a very tricky job on moving day. They moved the tabernacle furniture, but they weren't allowed to look at the tabernacle furniture. If they did, they died. Therefore, Aaron's boys were in charge of thoroughly covering all the tabernacle furniture and the vessels. A bad packing job could result in the death of a fellow Levite, a Kohathite to be exact. So how often did they move this tabernacle? I mean, looks like a lot of trouble to break it down and set it back up again. Well, if you go to Numbers chapter 33 and look at my notes there, I've provided a chart that shows you all the moves they made in those 40 years. I think you'll see there that they moved around quite a bit after the Tabernacle was erected.
0: This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Fayette Bible Church, Paul Walker.